Another great episode of Red Sea Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you hear, please go to our website, redsearadio.org, and donate to our apostolate, or even become a member of our Immaculata Recurring Gift Society and keep us on the air. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Red Sea Catholic Radio and Red Sea Apostolate. My name is Dennis Maka. I'm the president and executive director for Red Sea Apostolate here in the Bryan College Station area as our main offices. But we want to let you know that you're listening to Red Sea Catholic Radio on KEDC 88.5 FM in the Brazos Valley and on KYAR 98.3 FM in Central Texas and on KINF 107.9 FM in Palestine. You can call us if you want to talk to us about anything specifically during this first part of the show, or if you want to talk to our second part of the show guest, you could do that by calling us at 85-LOVE-RED-C. That's the letter C. If you uh, spell out the numbers, if there is such a thing, that's called 855-683-7332. That's our phone number for you to call in and talk to us on the show. But we've got a full phone bank, but we also have a pretty full studio. I want to say welcome to our producer today. This is totally weird. We want to say prayers for Judy, who is under the weather. So if you tuned in to hear Judy Como as your illustrious guest or host, that is, I'm the guest host, that is, um, Judy's filled under the weather today. So keep her in your prayers. Uh, We love you, Judy, and feel better soon. So it means you're stuck with me, but you're also, uh, we hope it's for the better, you're stuck with Caleb Bronner, who is our producer. Uh, Caleb, welcome. Hey, Dennis. How are you doing? This is really weird because this you're you're in the seat I'm normally in, I'm in the seat that I'm never in and never comfortable to be in. But hey, to God be the glory. And uh, we have another soul in the studio that we're very excited to introduce his first week on the job. Evan Atkins, Welcome. Morning, Dennis. Day Evan, three. Evan, day three indeed. D- Evan is our director of marketing, and he is going to be helping us ramp up and get exposure to everything that's going on with Red Sea. Oh my gosh, we're so excited to have Evan on board. He comes to us, uh, let me see, uh, from Buffalo via Kentucky. Uh, he was working with Matthew Kelly for a while. And uh, when you have the opportunity to jump, jump ship for a, a organization for Matthew Kelly to come to us, we are honored to have him here. He comes with a lot of expertise, and um, as many Utes today do in the social medias and the online medias and the marketing savvy that uh, us old fogies um, don't necessarily have experience in. So welcome, Evan. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here, truly. And these guys, Caleb and Evan, have such great ideas that we're very fired up to have them uh, promoting and broadcasting everything to do with Catholic Radio, everything to do with Victory Sports, everything to do with our our local promotions, uh, everything that's going on with Family Retreat. So, yeah, Evan, we're very excited to have you, and we thank God for you joining our team. Yeah. So he's going to be— Can't wait. He's going to be here uh, doing a lot of observations in the studio, 
And speaking of victory sports and speaking of old fogies, we got someone on the phone that just had a birthday, Robin Romanski. I'm gonna Hi, count, good morning. I'm going to count you in the old fogey. Dennis, did you just call her an old fogey? Old fogey? <laughs> I did. call. I called Robin Romanski an old fogey. <laughs> Thank you. It makes me feel better, at least. Robin, tell us what's going on I'll with victory. It. Yeah, you're not e- even an old fogey. So tell us what's <laughs> going on uh, as our director of youth sports. That's how old fogey she is. She's the director of youth sports. What's going on sure. with victory sports? Got some great things going on yeah. right now. Thanks, Dennis. We are just right smack in the middle of our soccer season, first ever soccer season. We've got 101 yeah. kids um, participating in soccer, which is really exciting. Um, that makes us makes the numbers be that we've had over 340 or 350 participants in this first year of across the three seasons. So we had volleyball and flag football in the fall, basketball in the winter, and now we're doing soccer. So it's been fantastic. We've had great feedback. Um, you know, everyone really loves the big championship trophy and getting to play for, you know, purpose greater than uh, just that contact with the ball. And and that's been great to see. And the virtue and faith instruction that's accompanying it uh, has just been, I mean, it's awesome, you know, so, so cool to witness. So thank you to everyone who's participated and helped and coached and volunteered. You know, we couldn't have done it without you, but it has been so exciting. So we're just getting ready to start, or we have just started registration for our second year of Victory Sports. So our second ever flag football and volleyball season registration is open. You can go online and register now to get the early bird discount, which will be available um, through the end of May. So don't, you know, don't drag your feet too long. Take advantage of it. Uh, you can get there from our website, uh, victoryusports.org, mm-hmm. and follow the link to the registration. Um, yeah, we're, we're really, really excited about it. Robin, what are some of the things that sets Victory Sports as a league apart from some of the other options in uh, our, the, the our local community? area? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, for one, we keep score, mm-hmm. and we have... In addition to keeping score, we have a trophy awarded to the team, you know, that wins the championship that season. So that we have championship Saturday for each season, which involves uh, individual skills competitions and a championship game for, for the division um, and a closing mass uh, for all the participants and, you know, usually a, a little party of some sorts. But that trophy then remains at the parish that wins the trophy for the for our deanery for the remainder of the year until the following season of you know the next soccer season, let's say, if it's not defended, you know if some if a different parish wins it, then they get to house, house the trophy and put it on display for a year. So no. I think that's that's been something that I've gotten okay. good feedback on. Can you hear me? Oh okay, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can hear you. No, we're good. John, just hold on just a second. We'll be right with you. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Robin. Um, That's okay. So anyhow, the, the, that has been something that I've gotten lots of feedback about. I, I myself, you know, my background and, and my professional career has been filled with lots of coaching, mostly volleyball, but a lot of coaching. And, and I just feel like sports is the perfect gymnasium for teaching Mm -hmm. virtue, especially, but also, 
uh, allowing kids to learn and explore their Catholic faith and understanding how um, whole it is and how complete it is. And it's a part of every every aspect of our life, even sports. Amen. And Amen. and it's a, a great attraction to the you know for children to well, the faith. We've gotten such great testimonies and feedback from the families and kids that are involved. So Robin, we want to just say thank you. We are preparing now in our next year to expand to the outlying parishes here in the Brazos Valley and start making actual physical plans to come up to the Waco area. So Wacoans up there in the central Texas, please pray for us that we may uh, continue to have this grow and come your way because it is making a huge difference in people's lives that maybe aren't getting involved in their faith in other avenues, but this is bringing them in. So we're very excited. So thanks again, Robin. You're welcome. All right. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. We've also got on the line, uh, speaking of old fogies, <laughs> Deacon Robin Waters, <laughs> our Vice President of Education and Evangelization, Deacon Robin, who's in the Central Texas area. You've got some things going on. You've got a, a upcoming parish festival I know that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, St. Mary's Church of the Assumption in Waco is going to have their annual festival this Sunday at Geneva Hall in Elmont. And uh, as an extra special feature, I'm going to be there uh, broadcasting live from 12 to 1. We're really looking forward to being there. They're going to have some delicious fried chicken and sausage. Uh, come on out if you want a great meal. They're going to have live auctions, silent auctions, country store, all kinds of stuff for all the for the kids. Great fun, food and fellowship. So come on out to the St. Mary's Church Festival this Sunday, starting at ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Get there early. I know they'll have plenty of chicken, but but get there early and uh, enjoy the enjoy the meal and enjoy the day with the. All the folks, wonderful folks from St. Mary's in Waco. Looking forward also, to it. What well, else? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, got a couple of th- uh, one other thing that's really important is one of those mark your calendar deals. July 29th, uh, Red Sea Catholic Radio and the Blaze Ministries are partnering again with St. Louis Catholic Church in Waco for a family retreat. The theme of this year's retreat is Families Encountering Christ, and we're going to be doing it through three different talks. Talks on encountering Christ through forgiveness, mm-hmm. through patience and kindness, and through humility and the Eucharist. And we're going to start the day off right. We're going to start off with Mass, and we're going to have an hour of adoration. And during that time, we'll have priests available for confessions. And then just go right into a spiritually uplifting day, of helping families grow in their faith. And it's it's going to be a great day. So, so yeah, mark your calendars. We'll be getting the website open uh, before the end of this week. Yep. Uh, many of our planners are going to be going to different parishes and, and making announcements, so keep your eyes and ears open for that. Yep. Registration form is, is prepared and ready. Uh, we just have to pull the trigger on the website. Like you said, it's just going to be a matter of a day or two till that's ready to go. So uh, we're hoping to triple our attendance from last year. Last year we had over 100 people. We had four, 39 families. It was amazing. Yep, 39 families. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it people had great reviews and really loved the talks, loved the fellowship, loved the family activities, loved the uh, dinner at the end where we got to, to have some great dinner with fellowship between the adults only. And it was just, man, the food was great. The volunteers were great. So um, we look for it to be an even better event this year. So... It's pretty exciting. So you'll be able to do that. You'll be able to do that by going to uh, our website, redcradio.org. You can click on the banner that says Family Retreat, 
or you can go to redsearadio.org forward slash family retreat, and you'll be able to get to that page. So that that will be coming very shortly. So thank you, Deacon Robin. I appreciate the info and um, looking forward to talking to you very soon. Thank you so much. God bless everyone. All right, brother. Appreciate it. A lot of things going on here in the local community as well. Catholic Charities Creating Hope event is coming up tomorrow. We uh, featured uh, this on the interview last weekend or last week on Roundup. Uh, it's going to also be a cocktail hour. It's different. It's not a lunch event this time. So, you know, if that floats your boat, which it does mine, I will be there with cocktails in hand. And um, I guess these guys are over 21 here in the the... A little studio. Bit. So they, they could, uh, Evan barely. <laughs> Just barely, yes. <laughs> They're welcome to come, but you can't come unless you RSVP, and you got to do that by going to cccx.org, cccx.org, and uh, that's how you, you RSVP, and that's going to be at the Texas A&M Hotel and Conference Center here for the Catholic Charities Creating Hope event tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. So I hope to see you there. Also, we've got a couple of things going on at St. Anthony's. One interesting thing they do every year is, uh, in Brian, is the uh, Feast of St. Isidore, the farmer. Um, they oftentimes will bless the crops with holy water. I'm not certain if Father Raj is going to go up in a plane and do that this year. Um, if not, maybe y'all should call the office and convince him to do that, or we'll get a deacon to do it if he's not able to. Uh, but they're going to have a Mass on Monday, the 15th of May at 10 a.m. at St. San Salvador Mission Church in Caldwell. And if you uh, want to go to stanthonys.org or call the church office, 823-8145, you can uh, have a meal there. It's $15 a person. Again, that's Monday, May 15th at 10 a.m. And then there's, uh, last but not least, the annual bazaar and homecoming, 59th annual on May 21st at St. Anthony's at their pavilion grounds in Ta- on Tabor Road in Bryan. That's going to be all day, May 21st. Uh, we may have a live broadcast there. I need to look at our schedule and see what they have available for us, but uh, look for May 21st to be that festival. want to introduce you to the second part. That's John Pashada. He's going to be on the line. We're going to have John Pashada from Pro-Life Waco as our guest for part two of Red Sea Roundup. He has done some amazing things through the decades, and we are so glad to be a part of this with John Pashada. So stay tuned for Red Sea Roundup part two. See if you can uh, handle me being the host for the entire second segment. We're so excited to have these young guys in the studio and so excited about having everything that we're going to be growing into this year. Stay tuned. Red Sea Roundup Part 2 coming up just around the corner with John Pashada, Pro-Life Waco. Thanks for listening to part one of Red Sea Roundup. Part two is just around the corner. You can find additional Catholic podcasts and resources at redsearadio.org, as well as a page to leave your prayer requests. If you feel called, please consider donating to our apostolate so we can continue creating entertaining and educational Catholic content for all to enjoy. Thank you and God bless. Now back to Red Sea Roundup. 
Well, welcome to Red Sea Roundup for our special interview with our guest today, Mr. John Pashada. I was reading on the uh, website for Pro-Life Waco about John Pashada and more about his organization, and I'm so excited about this interview today. When we founded Red Sea Catholic Radio, gosh, 14 years ago, about 13 years ago, I think is when we were on the air, but we founded it about 15 or so years ago. Uh, One of the things that we were deeply involved in, our family here was the pro-life movement. And at that time, it was the uh, Coalition for Life, and it turned into the 40 Days for Life and everything that's been great and all the victories that we've had. And one of the things that I had as an inspiration is that we would be deeply involved with the pro-life movement. And... um, very actively involved in everything that we do. John has had an amazing amount of success and has been a leader for the pro-life movement, not only in his community, but in our, you know, in our state and even in our nation. So I want to read to you just the last couple of paragraphs that I didn't even know about John Pashada. That's on the back of his, his uh, page for uh, about John Pashada. It says, John grew up on a family farm near Pueblo, Colorado. He was blessed with terrific parents, Fred and Rose Lee. Always want to give our great parents a great shout out. He earned an undergraduate degree in economics, magna cum laude. Good job, John. From the University of Colorado at Boulder in 1966. That's a little while ago there, John. So I might, I might throw you into the old fogey farm with myself. It says he completed a PhD in the economics, in the area of economics from... Uh, I can't quite read this. Some school in Austin? I have a heart. Yeah, I'm trouble with this, too. <laughs> in 1971, he taught for nine years at Colorado State University, Pueblo, Pueblo in 32 years with Baylor University School of Business, which I assume brought him to the Waco area. John retired from Baylor in 2012 to enter full-time pro-life ministry. We thank God for that. John's a lifelong Catholic and a member of St. Mary's Catholic Church in Waco, which we just mentioned we'll be having a parish festival coming up just this weekend. So, John Pashada, welcome to the horn here on Red Sea Roundup. So happy to be able to interview you today. Well, I'm so happy to uh, be with you, Dennis, and I appreciate all you and Red Sea Radio uh, do. And uh, as far as a little uh, area of this country, uh-huh. we've had quite a bit of action in this Brazos Valley <laughs> over the years with yeah. uh, Coalition for Life and, uh-huh. and Pro-Life Waco. Yeah, we have indeed. It's been interwoven throughout our tapestry for Red Sea Radio. Yeah. And yeah. you uh, personally and your whole organization has been a great support of what we do here Likewise, we any chance we get, we want to support what you do there. And so this is a great opportunity for you to have a full-length feature interview uh, about everything that you do. But I, I want to dive in deep a little bit more personally. So let's not talk just about pro-life Waco. Let's talk about John the man. So I want to know, John, what what on earth ever got you started in the pro-life movement? So it, at the beginning— we're all called to get involved, you know, but what made mm-hmm. you basically leave the sidelines and decide, I've, yeah. I've got to do something? Yeah, I, I, I use the word pro-life fans. A lot, a lot of people are pro-life fans. They're on the sidelines cheering and supporting, okay. and that's good. Uh, but 
abortion began with Planned, Planned Parenthood abortion began in January of 1994. Yep. And I was on the sidelines. There was controversy. There was news about this. And then uh, later in that year, I think it was uh, May or June, a couple Protestant preachers, fiery Protestant preachers came into town and uh, had a rally. For a couple of days, over over at the at the uh, at Planned Parenthood, this is Rusty Thomas and Flip Benham. They're in Waco. And, uh, they're in Waco. Okay. Yes, yes. They they didn't live in Waco, but they, you know, the abortion clinic had opened, so they wanted to stir things up, and so they did. And there was a lot in the newspaper about this. And so here I was up in my office in the hand camera school of business, and I'm thinking, you know, should I go to that? Should I not go to that? Should I? And we do that. Should I get involved? Should I yeah. not get involved? Should I participate in 40 Days of Life or not? Yeah. Well, I decided to do that, and that was the pivot point for me. And there was uh, Rusty and Flip with their passion for life. There was also a woman named Joy Davis who was there, and she talked about how abortion had, had harmed and put her through so much difficulty and trauma in her life. And so those two themes of how terrible this is, this treatment of the preborn life, and then how much women are wounded from abortion hmm. stayed with me. And, and at that time, I decided that I was going to get off the bench and I was going to participate and that I was going to be involved one way or another in, in the pro-life movement. I didn't have any plans, but just we had some people who were leaders in the Waco area, and I wanted to do what I could. Mm -hmm. So, so that, you you took that started. leap of faith. What did what did that first leap of faith look like for you? Because I I think it looks different for different people. You know, some people dip it, their it, toes it, in, some people jump in head first. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it it was it was profound in terms of its impact and the intensity of what I was seeing. You know, in in that rally. Okay. And uh, uh, and and so, you know, it was sort of like changing your life by one or two degrees. And after a period of time, that one or two degree changes, you find yourself in a very difficult, uh, not difficult, well, it's difficult at times. Yeah, sure. Uh, but 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 a very a very different different place. Yeah. And so I was really involved, uh, and I certainly was not like at my retirement. I got involved in pro life. Yeah. From 1994, I have been involved with growing involvement, and then our, actually our little group, which had some different names over the years, but ended up as Pro-Life Waco, mm -hmm. and that mustard seed was, was growing okay. from modest— uh, Yeah, well, uh, it, it says you started from a newsletter. It started it sent to 25 yeah. people. Right. There was a friend of mine which was worked very much at the beginning yeah. in leadership, uh, Bar Barbara Myers. And uh, we were working and she said, John, if I write a one page newsletter, would you print it and buy the stamps? So this was I a said, printed well, newsletter. I, okay. Yeah. Uh, let, yeah, yeah, right. We we wait. This is way back when when you mailed things. Yeah, that's true. And we we mailed that newsletter for many years, and we had a lot of going out to a lot of people. Back when stamps so that, were a lot that, cheaper too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so that's what uh, that that that's what I placed the start of it okay. is with that that newsletter. Nick grow to to about uh, three or four pages front and back as as a newsletter about what was happening. In in the Waco area, and then what was happening nationwide? Yes. Wow. So there were some milestones along the way. 
Um, I think one that I, one I mentioned to you on the phone before I interview is the one that I first heard of this guy that I was like, John P. Ciota, who's that guy? Yeah. Pro-Life Waco. Yeah. I, yeah, well, go, John, go. He's he's take, taking a stand against the Girl Scouts. And I was like, man, that's that's got some some guts to, to take a stand against such a big organization. And it was the first... You know, everybody's talking about the big Bud Light boy boycott these days. You know, you're you're the granddaddy of boycotts, man. You started a pretty inc- impressive well, boycott of your own. You know, I was actually inspired by Chris Danzi, who yeah. had a, a few years before that. I down remember in Austin, that. Chris Danzi had a boycott of the construction project for Planned uh, for Planned Parenthood. It was down amazing, there. and so that really was, you know. I'm thinking think the plan, uh, 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 Girl Scouts did, and Planned Parenthood did things that were very annoying, to say the least, to me. And then I thought <laughs> about boycott. Yeah. And I thought about Girl Scout cookies and did something. I, I had a lot of tell, people tell me, John, you are crazy. You are going to destroy your reputation. <laughs> You're going to destroy your organization. Boycotting Girl Scout cookies. But, you know, backing up, you know, what would bring us to that? There was a sex promotion, sex mm-hmm. education program in Waco every summer, one day called Nobody's Fool. And that was very important in the history of, uh, and that kind of made us outreach people, public square outreach, pro, uh, protest people. Yep. We, we do that. Uh, and uh, so over the years, that went on, and various organizations, even some churches, uh, uh, would put their name as supporting this, this sex education program. Yeah including over the years, Girl Scouts, local Girl Scout Council, the Blue Bonnet Council. Yeah. And so that was that was going on. And then one year they did something that just, it was too much. Yeah. They named, the Girl Scouts, named the executive director of Planned Parenthood Waco as a woman of distinction hmm. to be a role model for little girls. Yep. There's a the line in the sand right there, buddy. Yeah, and that's oh no, this is so. And radio was sort of involved in this. Uh, at our second Sunday monthly meeting that we've had for so long, yeah, um, we said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna boycott it. And we'll, we'll, all we were gonna do was we, I had a little handout, and if somebody you interacted with, uh, we didn't want to interact with any children, but if parents and child knocked on the door. You know, you say, well, I'm not going to buy, and this is the reason why, and give them the flyer. Sure. And uh, there was a uh, um, director of the uh, another radio station, still operating in part of, uh, uh, what is it? I'm not thinking of it, but uh, the uh, the evangelical radio station is very prominent across the country, American Family Radio. Okay. And he called, and they had really a local presence at that time. He called me and said, John, how would you like to come in? And do a one-minute spot. <laughs> I said, and then I'll start running that. Nice. Well, I figured, well, one minute, that's about 400 words, you know. And so, you know, and I got it down finally to what was one minute. He starts running that radio spot, and the whole thing exploded. Awesome. And the television stations, they start running the spot saying this is going on. The newspaper, the letters yeah. to the editor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
And, I heard about you up here, uh, down here, that is, uh, yeah, in the Brazos yeah. Valley, um, south part of uh, the Brazos Valley, about this this hero. I was like, man, <laughs> long before. <laughs> lo- or, no, or s- seriously, or no, villain. no, no. To me, you were a tr- total hero. Well, yeah. You inspired yeah. me, John. I don't think I've ever well, really even told you that. That, uh, that makes me feel that's gratifying. Uh, and we inspire each other. You know, by getting out, I really think that what we do, is, it's an encouragement to other people. We're not supposed to, you know, just park it, you know, a comfortable Christianity. We're supposed to have some discomfort and, and take some risks. Well, you, you know, know what? The radio station, you, you, not everything you do uh, is necessarily a success. But, I, I you know, know, I think yeah. if you don't fail every once in a while, you're probably not taking enough risks. But part of my story, which I told a couple of weeks ago on the air, is you've got to take that first step. And you know what? It's got to be one person to do that. And even though you're reaching out to only 25 people with the newsletter, that grows and it catches on. But yeah. it took right, it right. took somebody, you in this instance, to take that first step. And you mentioned mustard seed. That's what that is. So people see mm-hmm. that in the Bible and like, I don't know, that's mustard seed to a big tree, to a mountain. You can move mountains and Okay, whatever. Maybe that doesn't really have an impact in my life. No, it does. If you just take that next step, and so if not me, then who? God will use that and turn it into something pretty big. We have more influence than we think we have. Yeah. You know, just in our in our lives and what we do in our ministries, in our marriages. You know, we're impacting other people, and and then. Yeah, with the Girl Scout boycott, Associated Press came down and did an interview and ran a story on Associated Press. Well, that was picked up all across the country. And then I started getting telephone calls from radio stations. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and and then we were on the Today Show and, uh, and uh, uh, Hannity and Combs back then. Yeah. Uh, the 700 wow. club and then so you know the the it's gratifying that the, the local girl scout council they actually totally capitulated and said because the girl scouts the parents were enraged the central texas parents because mm-hmm. enraged they didn't realize this was happening sure you know that they were doing this with planned parenthood but nobody really uh knew it and and uh and uh but then when they found out about it there were troops that were Girl Scout troops that were folding, and so yeah. they announced a total capitulation. That's amazing. And so, you know, and I, you, God showed that light in front of you, that step, and says, John, go there. And you did. Yeah. And that allowed yeah. everyone and, and God to shine the light for so many other people to see what was going on. And you inspired me down here. I, I literally remember you from way back then, and, and through our friend, Dave, mutual friend David B. Wright would talk about you yeah. down here, and we would talk about yeah. all the great things you were doing here, and you just gave someone a practical thing they could do by handing a flyer and saying, no, thank you. I can't buy that yeah. this year. And that can make a huge difference in so many people's lives. To, And not only does it make an impact where you need it to in that industry, you inspire people to say, this is all it takes for me to take a stand. I can do that. And then they do well, thank it. You. So thank it's, you so much. Dennis. No. And I think it's just such a great example. Um, so uh, y'all have come a long way since the, the, the girl scout cookie days um, way back then. So 
Y'all do a lot of different things typically in a month. So share with me what Pro-Life Waco does, some of your uh, regular activities. Well, okay. we uh, One thing I came to believe over the years is that doing things once a year was not adequate to, to, to give really a momentum, a con- continuity uh, to your uh, uh to your to your ministry to your apostolate okay and and so uh, so we we do four things regular that's kind of our foundation i mean this happens everywhere and one is we do a life chain at the quarter corner of valley mills and waco drive and that's on sunday what what uh, is a life second, chain second. Oh, just people holding signs along the streets got it is is in in in, in this busy uh intersection we do it for for an hour Okay. I mean, and that's what with this public square outreach, we we want to be seen. We, we we're trying to make an impact on our community, uh, and so we we get out in the public square. So that's what we do on the first Sunday. Then we have an overpass outreach, and that's not set to a fixed date, or uh, but it's it's on a on a Thursday. That's pretty and similar on, to Life Chain, though, but it's just a, it, it, a different location. That's it. Really is okay, and, and a lot of it is is holding signs, and really not really so much a uh, the life chain and the overpass outreach. Not really a I call it an outreach, not a protest. I mean, we're not protesting you know anything specific there, but we're just saying we're protesting abortion. Sure. And so we have you know uh, abortion takes a human life. God is God is pro life. When we have signs and more people are honking and yeah. we're overwhelming, like you, you, uh, Bryan College Station, well, we're overwhelmingly pro-life. Mm-hmm. But you know, we get the negative hand signs and you have people yelling. <laughs> and that's fine because we're trying to impact the broad, the entire range of the population. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you about that pushback. Do y'all get any personal confrontations there on the sidewalk? Uh, <laughs> on occasion, rarely, rarely, yeah. but. They, there, there have been. Yep, I've there seen have them. been. Uh, and 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 if it's just words, then that's fine. That you you want that, right? Uh, but sometimes it's gone a little bit beyond words. Yeah. And uh, and so that's okay. We have got four events because we want to do something every week. Uh, and then we have uh, we're protesting CVS pharmacy. Okay. Why that is that? Is, why is that? See, see, we're all about. Educating the public. CDS and Walgreens Pharmacy on a nationwide basis have taken the Biden offer of selling mm-hmm. Mifepristone baby-killing chemicals. Mm-hmm. So that, that your, your local pharmacy has decided to fill a prescription for something that's going to kill a preborn baby. This a morning after all, pill basically is what we're looking at, or no, what? it's not the morning after pill. It's okay. not. It's the it's the four RU four eighty six. Got it. And there's confusion. I'm glad you asked that. No, yeah, I, I want to make sure the morning after pill is what is taken after intercourse mm-hmm. that someone thinks might lead to a pregnancy. It's just a and super high like, dose of hormones, basically. That's it's all a, it is. It's a super high dose. Of the the plan, uh, you know, I won't say the names of things, yeah. uh, but uh, but yeah, it's a super dose of the birth control pill, mm-hmm. which, as the birth control pill does, uh, operates to pre. One of the way it operates is to prevent a fertilized, multiplying egg zygote 
from implanting on the mother's womb and the, and the little guy or girl dies. Yep. So it's an, abor- okay, it's that, an abortifacient. It, it literally, it is abortifacient, but, but yeah. one does not know if they had the abortion or not. Right. Okay. Because you, you don't know if you were pregnant or not, right. you know, so you, 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 if you were, then this is going to kill it. Yep. Okay. Now that's the, the pill and the mifepristone. That is what is taken six to 13 weeks from the last period. Uh, and, and that, that is what is, I mean, that's an abortion. Yeah. So they, they're, the person knows they've had it, that they're pregnant and they take a, a two a combination of two pills. The mifepristone uh, makes the, uh, the, the lining of the uterus incompatible mm-hmm. to, for life and the, and the baby dies. And then the, uh, uh um, I don't, there's another one. <laughs> I don't know if I get the name right. Uh, the other uh, medication I'll yeah. also start with an is an 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 am it will start contractions mm. to for so I think probably so many people in this audience have seen the movie Unplanned. Mm-hmm. You remember the the the, the Abby character mm. bleeding and uh, and just devastated yep. by that was that wasn't the morning after pill right. That was RU forty six, or the they call it the abortion abortion pill. I do not yeah. like it. Some people say med- medication abortion. I don't like to call it no medication no abortion. chemical abortion. Uh, yeah, I call I'll call it the chemical abortion. Yeah, chemical abortion. And and so um, that that's what. So getting back to you know what what the Biden administration is trying to do as some states, including Texas, have shut down abortion very substantially. They're trying to to uh, make it available. So right. VA hospitals mm. <clears throat> right in Temple, Texas, mm. VA hospital in Temple, Texas is doing abortions. And then another plan that they have is say, well, if you can't go into an abortion clinic, uh, uh, just get somebody to prescribe this, uh, this, these, uh, this killing men- chemicals. Yeah. And you can just kill the baby in, in your home. And that's typically what happens, yeah. uh, you know, that even in w- where you would be dealing with Planned Parenthood, you take the pill. But that bloodletting does not happen oh, yeah. in Planned Parenthood. That happens in your home. No, it's and so pretty, pretty is, horrific. I mean, I, yeah, it's pretty, pretty horrific. horrific. And, and the fact that your local pharmacy is doing this, uh, is in, made a commitment to do this. Yeah, uh, it may. Uh, so. There's a small movement, which I would like to see grow into a gigantic movement Amen. of protests of Walgreens and uh, CVS Pharmacy. So gosh, but a lot God, of it's just different. raising awareness, right? Raising awareness. And we're asking people to ch- change their pres- uh, prescriptions. And that's not a hard thing to do. Now, like Walmart has not jumped on this bandwagon. Okay. And then locally, <clears throat> HEB is very strong presence in the pharmacy market. They're not. It, it's it's Rite Aid, but we have no no Rite Aids around here. Yeah, but, uh, the, but H- it, it, HEB, HEB does sell the morning after pill, though. I think they all oh, do. Yeah, oh, yeah, they do. They all do. They, they, they do. And I think we ought to be shame. standing up much more than that's one of my themes today, is we need to be standing more boldly than we are. Right. There, there should be CVS protests even in Bryan College Station. Yeah. And, and so. Let's go, BCS. 
Let's go. Let John Pashada uh, inspire so, us. But, but let me tell you where we're at. It's okay. Friday in Waco. It's 601 North Valley Mills Drive. Mm-hmm. 1130 to 1. Okay. That's Friday the 19th is what it says? No, fr- no, 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 no. This this is Friday the 28th. Oh, it, that's, oh, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually in a couple it's, of days. It's right around the corner. Okay. It's right around the corner. We had about, we had our, our inaugural, now I'll call that a protest or an outreach too. Sure. You know, uh, but, uh, but, oh, they have very long sidewalks where we're at. <clears throat> we had about 13 people present. We had okay. a, I thought we had a great start. So I mean, we had. I would love to have 30, 40 people along sure. that sidewalk. You know what, John? And I've learned through the, the 40 Days for Life here, it doesn't take a huge number of people to make a big no, impact. You, you no, yeah, you can make a big impact. Yeah. But uh, you, you can. But And we're, we're, we're sticking with it. We're going to do this every month for a long period of time. Yeah. And, more, uh, and the more the better. And, and we had uh, uh, a couple people uh, swapping their, their prescriptions last month. And we learned about the venue. We're going to be even stronger at the venue. We're going to be even more awesome. dynamic, uh, uh, encouraging people uh, to to leave that dr- that drugstore. So, you know, one of the impacts of this is to keep Walmart and HEB and mm-hmm. others on the sidelines. Yep. If they could see that, oh boy, that's sure not a very nice thing to happen to have people out in front protesting you. I don't think we want any of that. Mm-hmm. So if if we will protest Walgreens and just pick out the Walgreens store or the or the CVS that with the most biggest in, uh, in, inter, inter, interplay with the with the public, you know, the, not one kind of secluded, but one that really has uh, uh, many many thousands of people will see you and boy we've got a great location so and uh, let's let's do this call to action april 28th that's this friday this friday let's get out there people in the central texas area 11 30 to 1 p.m yeah. at the oh, cvs at the corner of valley mills and new road and there's just so happens isn't there a walgreens right near as well it's it's a little bit away Okay, uh, so not, not real, so not, right not now we're there. targeting the CVS to, well, to we start are there. It, it, compared to any, to, uh, we're, uh, if it were Walgreens that had the greatest location, the most advantageous, we we, we would be protesting Walgreens. Okay. Well, but it next. was CVS <laughs> that, that had the, the most advantageous. Good. Uh, you know, I like to pr- protest and get the I have the upper hand if I can, of course, possible, and the strongest upper hand. But yes, oh, I'd be delighted if some people. Uh, from Bryan College Station and nearby communities, uh, come up. You know, we'll, we'll be done about one o'clock. We're, we're, we're buying lunch for everyone at what? and Uncle Dan's barbecue. Yes, everything we got. We also another thing is we just almost like uh, high school and college students. You, 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 it's it's helpful to have food, and so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. We go to, a, a, after the overpass outreach, we go to George's restaurant for dinner. Man, John, uh, you're amazing. There and, and for this one, uh, what we had to, uh, you know, a good. Not everybody went for lunch, but we had about ten people over at uh, yeah. at the barbecue place. Man, but um, it like and, like I said, it takes just a handful of people. But yeah. let's let those handful of people encourage yeah. our fellow believers and our fellow activists yeah. who who want to take a stand to be inspired to do the same. 
Yeah. And so that, that's really the biggest thing that we got going right now. The most important thing that we got going is the protest seat, uh, uh, CVS. I okay. get those letters. Well, uh, John, up a little bit. I'm also— uh, and, and the, w- One other thing is, is that we'll also once a month uh, we have—you could call it a life chain uh, type pant event, but it's in front of our Planned Parenthood facility on Highway 6. Okay. So those are the, those are the four things that we have. Now— uh, I I want people here in the Bryan College Station area to be active again. You know, it's it's so easy to say, oh, we shut our Planned Parenthood down here, and you know, we we've succeeded. Woo! Way way for hooray for us! You know, there the fight is not over. Yeah. There's so many uh-huh. different fronts. So, if people want to get in touch with you via email to say, John, you've inspired me. I want to do this here, but I need to get a few pointers. How can they get in touch with you via email? Okay. First of all, I I, I receive telephone calls, and if somebody wants to call me, <laughs> okay, at two five four. Six four four zero four zero seven. Okay. Okay, and we can talk, and I, I can help. You want to have a protest of CVS or Walgreens? Uh, we can use my signs, designs. Yeah. And and okay. Now the other thing, what? Just if you want to kind of just stay in touch with the Pro Life Waco, uh, uh, what, what's happening with Pro Life Waco, yeah. whether you participate or not. Uh, two or three times a month, I send out an email newsletter and letting you know what's happened the previous week and what's going to happen the, the coming week. Yeah. Uh, the, the, our email address is pro life Waco, no dash or anything. Oh, what word at gmail.com. Okay. And if you just send me an email and put in the title of that, subscribe, I'll put you on the, uh, on on the list, okay. and then you you will get these updates of what what is going on. Sounds great. Now now, and so you you'll stay in touch. You'll know you know like that in May or when when is the protest CVS. You'll know you'll know about it. And so th- this information will be repeated at the end of our interview. So we still got about twelve minutes left, John. So okay, uh, okay. just just I got more questions coming your way. But if they want to go to your okay. website, it's prolifewaco.com. Yeah, prolifewaco.com. And you can find out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm calling for people in the you know Palestine area, listening area, the Bryan College Station area. Let's start something up of our own. You know, I know they've got them there in 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 both of those communities I just mentioned, uh, CBS yeah. and yeah. Walgreens. It doesn't take a lot. Once a month is all no, you do. Well, yeah, no, once once a month. And, and that boy, and they'll dread that. Oh my gosh, you yeah. know they're coming. They know. Yeah. And, and we've had successes with these with these once a month things. Not just the Girl Scouts. I know our time is short. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but we've had we've had other successes when we get out oh, yeah. in the public square. The, the 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 you know the 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 supporters of the abortion holocaust. And we should not be. They should not. They that that should be persona non grata in our community. They shouldn't show their face. You know, it's 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 amazing how your faith feels so alive when you're actually being attacked. You know, uh, I I just know so many times from being out on the sidewalk. You know, I I I wouldn't feel like I have accomplished something unless somebody gave me that that one finger wave or you know it, screaming it, or it, something it's yelling true. or came up and had an engaging conversation or yeah. you know you, you want to know yeah. that you're making an impact and sometimes yeah. that confrontation can be very invigorating so 
I just want to encourage people to to not be afraid of that, but let that encourage your faith. And as as something Evan, our our new director of marketing, said once, is if we don't get pushback, then we're not doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know. And you know, in, in what you say is true, and and in another sense, what we do is fun. It's enjoyable. You you know, you're doing the right thing. You know, you're yeah. doing something that God wants you to do to protect His precious little one. Mm-hmm. And, and a little, and, and and God used some pretty harsh language about what to do, what people deserve when they lead little children to sin. Yeah. So you know, we, we, it, this is not comfortable Christianity to get out mm-hmm. on the streets. But once you do it, it's okay. Yeah, you know, and we it's... live in a state where the police department—they're not against us in any way. That they, they just want to see everything orderly, yeah, lawful, of and course. we do that. Of course, and it. it... And if you, it's not your cup of tea for fun, then don't look at it as fun. Look at it as something that's very rewarding and enriching, yeah. and it does yeah. make a big difference. So I want to encourage yeah. people to do that. I'm going to bridge John to the next step because you had mentioned something in our conversation about public square outreach. Is that the same thing that you're talking about with the uh, the life chain, it, the overpass outreach? It, it is. It, it's it's. And it's kind of, you know, the other venues of, of the pro-life movement, or one is politics of our state houses, and yeah. National Congress. Uh, an- another venue is uh, uh, pregnancy care and, and Planned Parenthood abortion centers. All A whole lot of ministries, sidewalk counseling, 40 days, days for life. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's all kind of around, around that. And I think our churches, uh, that's, that's in another important area. And another in the public square outreach is just in the general open public. We're taking the ish, the the the, the, the cause, the arguments, the, the and in an appealing way to our society from top to bottom. So when mm-hmm. we're on the oh, oh, when we're on the overpass, who sees that? Everybody. Yeah. You know the, the people in the choir. The I mean, you're you're that, talking the I thirty five overpass, right? That's you know pretty busy. They, they, they tore that down, unfortunately. Okay. With, but at one time we were on I thirty five. Okay. Okay. And maybe there's a nice overpass in Bryan College Station. Oh yeah. Uh, that can be used. Highway six. Uh, but but we're on another o- o- overpass that is not quite as as uh, fantastic as okay. that was. But it's an opportunity. Sure. And uh, and and you just you know, and then we go to Georgia's after that. That's over. Okay. Uh, and uh, but but that, and and our yard signs and our billboards and our yeah. billboard trucks. Yeah, let's talk about so that. Small. Talk about that more extensively because I I okay. I, I, I see say, micro you know, billboards for life. What what specifically right. is that? A yard sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what a micro mm. billboard is. <laughs> but that is so powerful. A yard sign is in front of a home. It's saying this home. Yeah. Stands for life. Yeah. And so, you know, there are 40 days for life yard signs that you can get very nearby. Uh, we have some yep. yard signs that we, we give away to people. I love both choose life. But but see, it's all, you know, interfacing the whole community, saying to those that are with us, we, we, we affirm them. The ones that are way against us, we, we say, hey, we're going to we're going to battle you forever. And then we have to change the middle. The link of public square outreach to politics. Uh-huh. The 2022 election did not turn out as positively <laughs> as we thought it you was think. going to. Yeah. And what happened was the independent voters, instead of going three to four points in favor 
of pro-life, they went three to four points the other direction. Yeah. If we don't engage the middle, mm-hmm. we're in trouble. If yeah. We've got, we, ha- we, we can't be content. And, uh, you know, sometimes social media, that it, it engages broadly. But a lot of it, I think, is we're, we're sharing memes and posts around to us, you know, swirling them around. Yeah. We got to get out to that middle. Yeah. So we try to bring the message to people when they didn't expect it and they didn't go for it. They didn't reach out for a pro-life message. But there it was. I'll be darned. They're driving home from work, and and there it is, and you can't hardly not see it. Yep. Or you know, you're going to see it. Yep. And, and it and, does and, make and a and difference. Strong. Yeah, because it we does, you know, we would host pro-life bill, our mini billboards in our our yard at home, and you know, periodically they would get stolen, and we had some some battles. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. because you know you're reaching people and you're tweaking their conscience, so yeah. Yeah. It's important. And people see them. I mean, you, even you don't live in a very busy street. Mm-hmm. There's traffic on your street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think every community across the country, they have to have a, an, a billboard outreach. And if any little community, even a, a, a little town, a little village of 500 or 1,000 or more, we want to have a pro-life movement in our town of 1,000. You can do it with billboards. Oh yeah. And here's something. Here's something else you might do. Sometimes these little cities of a thousand or ten thousand, there's a fairly prominent roadway that's going right through Main Street. And so, unlike like Bryan College Station, the bypasses bring you, uh, uh, you know, around, and so you you don't really see all that much, right? Uh, be, be, because you're getting bypassed. You know, I think of, of, of 287, which I travel a few times a year. Uh-huh. And and all, you go on 287 and all this, these towns of Memphis and Quana, there's <laughs> massive traffic going through downtown. Yeah. So ha- have a billboard at the edge of town. Have the Knights of Columbus. Yeah. Have a billboard at the edge of town. There's so the many ways. Are coming to, there's so many ways. There's much more that we can do. I really feel like, um, uh, you know, thinking uh, we're... Don't have too much time to talk about what to do no, uh, yeah. in the post-row uh, era. Yeah. Uh, but it's all important. There's well, how- nothing to de-emphasize. Everything needs to be es- escalated. And I, I, I don't think it's a hard ex- explanation that we haven't won the battle. I, I used I to think, be an economist. And I think and you mentioned— side and demand side to economics. Yeah. And when you close down an abortion center, you're closing down things on the supply side. Yep. But nothing has really changed on the demand side. John, you mentioned um, post row era, and we've got about three minutes left. And so, um, oh, we do? Okay. Yeah, it, it goes by so fast. And so the post row <laughs> yeah, era, mm-hmm. I think, basically, it, if I want to sum it up, is that's not a stopping point. It This is a time oh. to push your foot on the gas, right? Oh, it is. I mean, if we ease up, I mean, you know, face it, we don't like to talk about it too much, but we have some had some big losses. Mm-hmm. On election night, uh, night uh, 2022, yeah. abortion was on state ballots with mm-hmm. ballot initiatives. We lost all six of them. Yeah, we lost. There was a, a Supreme Court race uh, that had a big impact for Wisconsin. We lost it. Yeah, abortion is going to be on the ballot in Ohio. Now, I, I mean, if I'm scaring you a little bit and you, uh, you're losing your confidence that that we're 
we're just driving down the road to victory. Well, that's good because if we think we're just <laughs> coasting down the road to victory, we're there's going to be a lot of baby dies. I love John. you, John. You're you're like if I'm scaring <laughs> you, you're not saying I'm sorry. You're saying that's good, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm loving yeah, it. We have to. We have yeah. to. This is a time. Uh, and, and pro life, we know we're not going to be doing because of my advanced age. We're not going to be doing the second <laughs> Sunday anymore. But as you may tell from my yeah. voice, uh, we're not easing off. We're just kind of modifying and be a re- being realistic Amen. about things. Amen, brother. So and, hey, uh, and so as we wrap up, yeah. John, I want to uh, give your information one more time. So let's give out your phone number your email and your website for me. Cause I want people to get inspired by the legend, John Pashada. So tell us that information one more time. Okay. Telephone number two, five, four, six, four, four, zero, four, zero, seven. And then the, the uh, email address, especially to get on the list for the new, for the email newsletter. And I'm not going to send a whole bunch of stuff to you. To yeah. you. That's what you're going to get. Uh, uh, and, and that just send it to prolifewaco at gmail.com. And then your and website. Sit, and then the website is prolifewaco.com. Awesome. John Pashada, pro-life hero. And honestly, one of my heroes, whether I've ever told you that or not, John, I've admired you for so many years since that Girl Scout cookie boycott You've inspired me to do other things like start a radio station and do things like that. So I'm just so thrilled to be able to promote everything you're doing in return. And so we give thanks to God for Pro-Life Waco and you, and we give thanks to God for our listeners during this second part of Red Sea Roundup. John, thanks for joining us again today, and I wish you the Thank best. You the op- opportunity. Amen, brother. So on Red Sea Radio. Stay tuned for your uh, next station. A break here with Red Sea Catholic Radio, but stay tuned. And when choosing the values of heaven and earth, always round up. <laughs>